Hi, this is Alan Bolio, president of ITR Economics. Thank you for listening to this Trends Talk today. Today, I want to talk to you about something I heard on the radio, and I listened to a broad array of, of thoughts and opinions from all kinds of different sources, uh, which is, I think, the best thing to do. And one that caught my attention was while I was in Florida. This was on a public access radio channel. And uh, the commentator said something like, economists support a low or zero uh, GDP growth uh, as being a good thing for people and for the economy and that we've become way too consumed with growth, they said, and with GDP. And uh, again, they mentioned that economists uh, support this. So I, I got to admit, I thought to myself, well, economists will support just about anything. Look at monetary theory, for instance. But I thought, well, I'll listen to see what they're all about. And, uh, and, they, and they went on to, to explain it. I want to begin by telling you, though, about me. I'm a capitalist. Now, that's not a popular thing to say today in today's society, but I am. Uh, maybe you'd rather hear it as I'm a free market uh, economist. I'm an Austrian-leaning economist. I believe in the free market system. It works. It has been proven through history to improve the standard of living of mankind and numerous cultures and countries for centuries. I, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. And uh, that's my background. That's where I come from. And uh, if you look up the word uh, capitalist, you know, you, you find different meanings. But uh, we'll, we'll circle back around to that in just a moment. I do want to recommend a book to you on the subject, though, before we get into the subject of that radio broadcast about zero GDP growth. And the book is How Capitalism Saved America. The author is Thomas DiLorenzo. I highly recommend this book if you have any doubts about how this has worked in our uh, history as a country what the free market has done, what it can't do, that sort of thing. You might want to read how capitalism saved America. Now, capitalism does have imbalances, sure. Uh, we all know that, but overall, it does work very well. There are always some that say, and I hear this all the time, uh, about greedy companies who are taking advantage of their employees and all they care about is their money and nobody should have that much money and that sort of stuff. And, and my answer is sure, there are always some bad actors. There are some people that could be more generous. There are some people that could care more about their people. But here's the rub. I've been doing this for 30 years, and I haven't met any of those people. Our clients and the people that I know are good, caring people. Their employees matter to them. They like to share what's going on in their company, and they care about the society in which they live in the country that they are supporting. I mean, uh, I know there are the bad actors out there, but just from this economist's point of view, there's a lot of really good people out there, too. All right, let's go back to the uh, article on the radio. It likened uh, GDP to the human body. And the lady was saying that, you know, she has children, but if her children just continued to grow and grow and grow, that didn't get to be too big and they would not be able to sit at the kitchen table anymore. Now, for the life of me, I have no idea what that had to do with GDP, but that's, she was just likening growth in the economy to growth in the body, and that was beyond me. And then she said, but you know, there are times in the body when growth is a bad thing. You go to the doctor and he says, you have a growth. That's not a good thing. They're talking about a tumor and, and it's painful and hurtful and you have to be careful of growth. And now at this point, I'm really tempted to turn it off, but I decided to listen anyway. And she went into opine that uh, we... U.S. society have to get past being worried about GDP growth. And to do that, we need to get past this whole prosperity thing and that we all must learn to live within our means. And I thought, wow, 
get past this prosperity thing, learn to live within our means. Now, I wish the government and Congress would live within their means, but human beings, that's a facile thing to say if you're making a lot of money. That's a facile thing to say if you have a nice car in the driveway uh, and you have what you basically want out of life. But how do you tell that to somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck? Just live within your means. I know it's tough. Medicines are hard to come by. Food is hard to come by sometimes. Hard to get you know, clothes for the kids. But hey, suck it up, buttercup. Just live within your means and forget this whole prosperity thing. I thought uh, that is really bizarre. Then she went on to say, but if we do this zero to low GDP growth thing, we can expect that medium wages will still go up, especially for dangerous jobs and low skill jobs. And I thought, well, there's an interesting economic twist. We're going to see wages go up, even though the economy is not growing. Businesses are not earning more. Businesses don't have any more money to pay their employees because they're capped off. So every year you're going to have to tell your employees, I can't give you any more money. I don't have any more money than I had last year that somehow this is all supposed to work. So I listened carefully. I had to figure out how this was gonna work. And then eventually we got to it. There was gonna be a redistribution of wealth. That was the crux of the matter. With zero growth in the economy, it was a good thing. We'll just redistribute the wealth and there will be a way to determine what wages should be for dangerous job and low-skilled people. They, whoever they are, not the market is the important thing, will determine how much people should get paid. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've heard of this before. That's called communism. That doesn't work. That's not what this is about. Now, let, let me just end with this, a little bit of basic economics. If you have a pie, picture a real pie in front of you, then you have 10 people come up they get a certain amount of that pie. Now keep the pie the same size in front of you, but have 15 people come up or 12 people come up, some number greater than 10, they each get a smaller piece of that pie. That's zero growth GDP. There's less pie to go around for an ever expanding population. And the population is expanding in this country. No, no, what we need is a growing pie. So that pie that you pictured now grows and grows and grows. So we can have more and more people being fed, hopefully more and more food coming out of that pie for more and more people. And that's basic economics. You need growth. We must have growth. And to assume that zero growth is a good thing is uh, just nonsensical. Now, is the system always fair? As I've said, no. Do we want to make it as fair as we can as individual employers? Absolutely. And as a system, the marketplace will decide which businesses will be supported by the population. The population will decide who's fair, who's not fair, who's good, who's not good, where they want to spend their money, where they refuse to spend their money because of any number of issues. The marketplace is the answer. The marketplace is the method and the way. I'm Alan Bolio. Thank you for listening to Trends Talk today.